Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tay. How you doing? <laughs> Me, my broken microphone. I was like, Katie's broken mic, my period cramps, but we're here. We're here, and <laughs> you have to figure out. I do. I, it's definitely not broken. It's just afterwards, I'll look at mine, and then we can compare it to yours. It just has to go through this slotty thingy, majiggy. Okay. Anywho, we're not here to discuss my microphone issues today. We could be. We could. This is now becoming a, um, a, a fix, fix it, it. <laughs> podcast. We talk about all the things. I don't want to fix shit. Um, I could fix some stuff. I mean, I could like I installed that that shelf. I lied. Hold on, let me take this back. I can fix things when my husband's not home. But when my husband's oh, home, I don't. Know I have really to think. do it by myself. Well, no, like I just can't do it when he's home because. He, like go butt he, in yes and then like and then i fuck up because like now like or like eyes on aggravated, me. and then i don't want to do it and then he just like takes it from me and then he complains yeah and i'm like you, i never actually do this yeah so i yeah so i only do things like he'll come home and be like oh you like you hung the shelves and i'm like yeah and he's like oh well i would have like you know you could have waited for me i would have done it with you i'm like i just I either have to do it myself or like you have to do it yeah there's no in between no same thing with painting um is that true? We we have painted together and it's been fine. Anyway. We're not here to discuss that either. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to discuss much anticipated House of Flame and Shadow by Sarah J. Mass. Which came out exactly one week ago. Yeah. We finished it exactly one week ago. We both finished it last Wednesday. Yes. So I, I honestly at this point I'm like, what are my thoughts? No, I'm just kidding. I, I have them. I do have a lot of thoughts. I like, actually do think I want to do I was going to re-listen immediately, and I stopped myself. I, was I started listening. So I, I think after I finish Wait For It, which mm-hmm. I'm on, I think then I'm going to go back to and listen to it. Yeah. Like, I came down off my high. Yes. So now I'm ready. Yes. I came down off my high, too, which is really funny because when I finished it, I was like, oh, my God, five stars. Yes. And then I came down off my high, and I said, no, it's four stars. I really need to stop rating books the minute I finish them. Some books I can rate as soon as I finish. And I'm like, I know how I feel. But like books like this, which are like so anticipated and like so epic and like. And you're enjoying it the whole ride. Yeah. Like you kind of, yeah. Like I think certain, those kind of books, I think I need to come off my my high for. Yeah. Um, I never once though, I will say, because I've heard some people say, First part, like, three to three and a half star. Then, like, it gradually increased over time. I never felt that way. I feel like this was, like, a solid book for me. Yeah, same. From start to finish. But you and I also, I think, went in with no expectation and low expectation, which I think very yes. much helped our outcome. I was like, we had, ex- like, high expectations for, like, we know we're going to love it, but no expectations on, like, what we thought we were going to be getting yeah. out of it. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I said things that I thought might happen, but, like, I wasn't invested in those theories at all whatsoever. We're not theory girlies. No. I mean, like, they're fun. They're so fun. Like, here's the thing. 
are theories fun? Yes. Like, is like reading and being like, oh, is this an Easter egg fun? Yes. But like, do I ever, I'm not committed to these theories no. whatsoever. And honestly, if they're that easy to pick up on, then I feel like the author's not doing a great job. Like, I don't want a book to be that predictable. I agree. And I think she threw some people for a loop with this because this was, you don't get a lot. First off, it's not an insane crossover. I mean, if no. you're listening to this, there's spoilers. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, it's not an insane crossover. Once Bryce leaves Nesta and Azrael, I was like, oh, well, we're going to see them again. And like, it's going to be a whole other like adventure yeah. of some sort. Because I thought for sure, because he kept mentioning like, need to go to the library. I was like, she's going to the fucking library. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to see them again. So like the minute she kind of like opens the rift a little bit and sees Nesta, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. And it's like the quickest and briefest interaction. So I'm like, okay. I, I love how like, I look like I'm in jail with the light. I feel like Sarah just like probably sat there like giggling to herself. Like, in reality, I think this was better because she's she doesn't close the rifts. You get Bryce handing Nesta the dagger and the sword, and she's yep. like, hey girl, you got a tattoo of a star. You might want to do some digging. We still have more books coming out. So I feel like she She like left it open ended yes. for more of these like little cameos as, in the future. As you like to say, you don't want to blow your load. No. In one book. And everybody, I mean, again, like, I feel like in the past, I've definitely been like, oh, like, this is her, like, Avengers. But at the same time, the event, okay, so, like, you have the movies, like, Iron Man and Captain America, and you might have cameos in these movies. And then an Avengers movie is about all of them coming together to defeat, like, a, you know, a common enemy. But this wasn't an Avengers book. This was a Crescent City book. Yes. So, like, I... The more that, like, we, like, sat on it and, like, we did when we did our rereads and we did our whole episode on, like, the rereads and stuff, I was like, yeah, like, I feel like they're going to be, like, very small cameos. Like, I don't think we're getting these, like, big epic cameos because it doesn't make sense for Sarah to do all that when, like, we have so many characters in Crescent City that we care about, that we want to read about, and that we need to, like, hear from. That if she all of a sudden started putting all of these characters from like Throne of Glass and Akatar, it would just dilute the Crescent City storyline. Yes. And again, like even, okay, so we're, we're going to jump around like we always do. Lydia. Yeah. First off, fucking love her. Honestly, the best character in this she book. She carried, I think, a, a serious substance of this book. Yes. Hands down. But when you learn of her, first off, it's mentioned right in the fucking beginning, um, the hind nail before her undying masters and contemplated how it would fear, whatever, the rip the clothes, blah, blah, blah. Around her own throat, a silver torque lay cool and heavy. It never warmed against her skin. So, and then, like, she kind of, like, real, like, goes back to, like, calling it, like, almost like a collar. Yeah. But, so, like, something interesting. But then, like, once you learn, like, her son's name, you're like, ah, throne of glass, like, connection. Yeah. So, it's like, I think she, Sarah's, like, in my mind, and I could be fucking wrong, there's, there's more books coming. So, I think in time... Yeah. You're going to learn more because like, we still haven't learned the we know Reese and Rune and and by proxy like Bryce are all related, but we don't know really like how exactly. Right. We know that they're all from the same bloodline, like Celine. Yeah. So there's Thea, her daughters, Celine and Helena, and Bryce, Rune, and Reese are all from the Celine bloodline. We know that, but like Bryce, Bryce doesn't, doesn't know, know that. that. No. So like, I just feel like she's left a lot, like, closed a lot of circles and loops for some answers, but, like, 
very much has left the door open for more solutions and crossover in the future. Yes. And I'd rather that. Yeah, because it like again, it it leaves it leaves a lot open ended, and it leaves a lot of room for her to grow the story. Yes, and like branch it out, and then eventually maybe there is going to be. I mean, like I think the Asteri were kind of like the big bad, like Thanos, because they have been in like every world. So I thought that to defeat them, but again, like this is only five or six Asteri on this planet. There's yes, more there's of them. More. So I feel like eventually we might get that Avengers level crossover. I mean, even the whole Princess of Hell. There's a few still on other like worlds, like helping Help, to Yeah, okay, the Princess of Hell. Like, let's talk about them really quickly. They are are they like a, just a group of like seven vigilante brothers just going to that's other realms to like I rescue get. them? Yes, I feel like the total vibe I get. I think they're pitched more as like you think they're bad, but like they're not. I also just did not like how Bruce is like, I never want to fucking see you again and see you later bye. Like, no, I want to see you again. I mean, I think that I think that we are going to see them again in like a spinoff series. Yes. But yeah, no. Um, excuse me. Like, Anus is like kind of like you're like he's like like little guardian angel. Oh yeah, but I mean, like they're like, kind of related. I mean, like not really. Yes. What? Not really. Like, yes. I yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Like, so he was mated to her great 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 grandmother, essentially, like or whatever. So like he's like grandpa. <laughs> Which is so funny because people were like, Adis. <laughs> yeah, Adis is, Br- is Bryce's mate. No. no. If you're still on the train of Bryce and Azrael are mates, I think you're just honestly, you put yourself in so far of a hole that you just can't, you're just, you're like, you know what, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, you can't climb out of it. No. It's like you've been too, you've, you're just going to stay strong in your convictions. Yes. For no reason. Which then, I mean, that theory never made sense. It makes less sense now, but... Like, we all know the next Akatar book is going to be, like, about Azriel and finding out who his mate is. Which is something that I have to say really quickly, because there was a Times article that came out about Sarah J. Mass and Azriel and, like, the next Akatar book and blah, 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 whatever. And the... I don't have any skin in the game with it being Elaine or Gwyn who ends up being his mate. I don't could care less either way. I don't care. No, same. Um, but the Elreal fans are like losing their heads because in the times article it's like oh the next book is akatar six it follows like you know like whatever and it's like fans speculate that it's about um elaine and Azrael, and like these fans are losing their mind being like sour confirmed that it's about elaine and Azrael, their mates and i'm like that's literally not what the article says whatsoever no. which like they could very well be but Sarah you gotta, hasn't confirmed anything. Nobody's confirmed anything. Fans are speculating it, but fans are speculating a lot of things that don't happen. Correct. Also, like, if she confirmed that, that's like giving the book away. Yeah, exactly. Like, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Um, I do find it interesting that Azrael spoke more in this book than in the Akhtar books. Um, yeah, Azrael actually had some... I don't even want to say some. He actually had some dialogue, though. He did. And, like, I was more intrigued by him. Yes, I also very much, I w- was I annoyed that they were besties right away? Yes, but I also oh. very much understand that it would n- it would not make sense if Bryce, Azrael, and Nessa all met. They're like, oh my god, we love each other. I would be like, this doesn't make sense. I love, I, yeah, I mean, right, for my own pleasure, do I want them? Yes, for my own pleasure. I would, okay, like, somebody, this is like a fanfic, right? Somebody writes the fanfic, Bryce ends up in Prithia, she becomes best friends with Feyre, and like 
her and like Feyre and Reese and Hunt go on double dates together. And like, I guess Nessa could be there too, whatever. Fine. But like that they all become besties and they're like, just, like little like world realm traveling, like besties, whatever. Um, yeah, that would be great. But like, it would make no sense in this book for these characters. Like mm-hmm. Nessa is going to be skeptical of anybody new coming into her life. Yes. Same thing with Bryce. Bryce, have you guys read these three books? Bryce has never trusted a Fae. No. Even throughout this book. It's not to like the end where she's like, oh, okay, I guess it maybe. Got to the point where, like, I, I was like annoyed with book, her. I was getting annoyed. I was like, bitch, I get you hate the Fae, but like, you you can't just do all this. She and hates the just, like, Fae elite and she yeah. kind of makes it out like that all Fae are bad. Yes. Which is why when like Declan and like Tristan and them are like, I mean, like you're friends with us. Like, are we bad? Exactly. Like, you just don't like the hierarchy. Like, yes. which again is fine. Like dismantle it, which she does, which is like, I think great. But like, you can't condemn all Fae because- and the ones in charge, what, what yeah. Poster. It was like you can't, you cannot yeah. sit here and do a all of this, and then still say like right. I'm not going to do any of this to help the Fay or do this in the Fay name. Yeah. But then like I'm still best friends with all these people. Like that right. doesn't make sense. No, because then you're condemning them too, and like yeah. not just because the people in charge are bad doesn't mean that the like people under them are that you know whatever. Um, which it takes her like way too long to realize that. Wait. I will say Bryce got on my nerves a bit more with this book. Yes. Um, I feel like her treatment of Hunt at times was, like, really annoying. Oh, girl. Let's go right to that part that we, you know, we want to talk about. When I, I want to fucking tell Cena to die. I think oh. Hunt had every fucking right after she literally betrays them. to Like, they are then in that dungeon. Yeah. Hanging. Hanging. Like, Ruin having this freaking hand bit off. They're tortured. Ruin's hand getting bit off is so funny. Honestly, I like was like cringing that whole scene, and then I, like for nothing. Like they were right there, like oh hey, cool, cool trick. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god, these poor people. But like, yeah, like she did that to them. She was the reason why they're down there. He has every right, whether she tries to turn and leave or not, like and try to end up helping. I think just like what she did that exactly with. The king, um, Morvin. Yeah, like, and like, honey, besides, like, you can, you didn't have to kill Morvin. He like asked for mercy, and you still did it. Like, yeah. and like, I get it because she's like, you just don't want, like, you don't want this on like your conscience, like. But like, he, I don't think he like, would have cared. It's also his decision. And like, Hun, since he was born, he grew up. He was born, grows up in poverty. He's treated like shit until people realize that they can use him for his power. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he can be used for his power, he's basically been controlled. And then he finds, yeah, he finds a cause that he can get behind. He's like leading an army. He's in love with like the person who's leading this rebellion. And basically he feels the responsibility that he like leads them in to their like slaughter on the battlefield. And then he has to live seven years in a dungeon, never sees the light of day. And he's tortured for seven years. When he finally gets out of that, he's a slave and he has to work for the people who put him into slavery. And then he has to do that for 200 years. Yep. And he finally gets out of that situation and he gets to live life for like three months, kind of normal. And then the woman he falls in love with and like declares as his mate gets involved with another rebellion yep. that gets him put back into slavery, yep. puts him back in those dungeons, being tortured again, watching his friends be tortured now next to him. Yep. And he finally then gets out of that situation and she has like, she doesn't have any... She's like mad at him that he's not all in on this on like this rebellion. He's yeah. kind of like, I just want to like, I don't want to watch my friends die again. I don't want to watch you die. Like I, I mean, never once yeah. said I didn't want to be a part of it. I just like he just does it like he 
Yeah. And I get her being like, you either have to be hundred percent in or not, because if you're not hundred percent in, then like, maybe that could lead to us being captured or whatever. Like yes, I understand, I that. Yes. but like, I feel like she had no sympathy or like empathy towards what he's been through. And she was just kind of like, if you don't support me, like kind of fuck you. Yeah. Like, and like, do this together. Yeah. And like, she's only been alive. She's 26, 26 years. Yes. I understand that maybe she didn't have the best childhood growing up with things with her father, but like her Ember and Randall were amazing parents. She did have a really good childhood. She has some trauma yes. from childhood, of course. And then of course I would pack the devils is super traumatizing, but like, I think you just can't compare the two and like, you shouldn't yeah. compare people's traumas, but like in this case, I feel like you kind of have to. And even if you don't like compare quote unquote traumas, like it, he, no, I guess you're right. You got to kind of compare. You're right. In it's this just, situation, you kind of have to. I just, I just to, think yeah. like she could have for two seconds have been like, Let's have like a just talk. Like you can both just speak your sides. Like I feel passionate about this. I want X. I can. I understand the yeah. her hesitation. Right. Like I think if she just even said those words to him, I think it would have just been a little different. But she's been on like this war path of like, and she doesn't even admit it in the books. Like I know, like I was the one who kind of like got us here. Like I had to follow Sophie Renas. Like you told me from the get go I shouldn't be doing this. Like you kind of warned me against it, but I still went through. Um, I just wish that, yeah, I, th- I think she just kind of got under my skin a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also think it's so interesting that, like, just Lydia. I think Lydia was so fucking interesting to learn about in this book. Lydia was, like I said, I mean, the most interesting character in this book. Um, you know what? Getting off of Lydia for two seconds. <laughs> Sorry. She's like, go, let's go back to Lydia. Actually, let's go back to So Grace. you and I think about the same, the same opinion. About this one character, Tharian. We could not stand him in book two. I actually, I, I no. say I couldn't stand him. I, I didn't like, see the point yes. for his POVs. I loved Tharian in book one. I thought he was a like, cute little side character, yes. like a Tristan Flynn, and I loved yes. Tristan. Book two, I didn't. I did not understand the reason for no. his POVs, except still, for to learn about the undersea. I still kind of like don't really get. Ugh, I do, but I don't like. I thought his his POVs were a little bit better this year. This year, this book. Um, he, now that, like, I've read book three, I'm like, oh, she's building a whole new storyline. Yeah, she's, yeah, with him That's and Ethan, why. which, Ethan oh, is Kale to me. They are, they are the same person. I cannot, I have not been able to stand Ethan literally since the first time we meet him in book one. He did not redeem himself in Hosab for me. I just found him also just whining, fucking annoying in Hosab. And then this book, I'm going outside after this, digging a hole, and I'm going to, like, it's his grave. You know what I mean? Like, he should have died. The fact that, like, you, he's so sad, and all he keeps saying is, like, I got to fix this, I got to fix this. And it's like, make your brother proud. Like, you know, what, you know how you make your brother proud? You put your fucking big boy panties on, and you fucking become an alpha. Like, you killed her, shit happened, she was going to fucking kill you if you didn't kill her. It was literally gonna be like a fight to the death. And like basically it's written that way too. Like she was going to fucking kill him if he didn't do it to her. Yeah, but and also, like, who fucking cares? Just get past it. I'm sorry. Oh, like she's like the only hope we have. No, Says she's who? not. First of all, if you kill an alpha, that makes you an alpha. Sabine wasn't the heir apparent. She kills her brother, she becomes the heir apparent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get oh my god, he was so infuriating. And then like Every decision he made, stupid. First of all, breaking her out, like, I understand. But, like, kind of a dumb decision, but fine. Kind of a dumb decision, but I was like, all right, like, maybe this is... Right, like, we shouldn't leave, like, even with the fire sprites and the dragon, yes. We shouldn't leave these people here, but whatever. His whole, like, his only storyline in the past two books was, like, wanting to learn about Connor. And, like, yes, I understand. 
somebody you like love and care about is murdered horrifically and like you want to make sure that they're okay i understand that but like to keep making dumb fucking decision after decision after decision and people are just like excusing his behavior and like helping him like okay he kills her it happened move the fuck on whatever and then he's like, no, I have to reanimate her. Yeah. Because, yeah, raising the dead is such a good idea. You had such a great time last time with fucking hypaxia and necromancy. So let's try it again. And then he does it. And Sigrid comes back and she chooses the path of being a reaper instead. Because she's kind of like, I don't even want to be around this guy. He's so fucking annoying. I'd rather be a reaper. Yes. She goes to become a reaper. And then he's like, no, we need to get Sophie Renast's body now from Avalyn and reanimate her so we can get her fire or Thunderbird power so that we can redo the necromancy on Sigrid and like reverse the shut up. Just let it go. The fact that Jessica. Je- I'm sorry. Like, Je- yeah, yeah. Let's do this. I was like, come again. Like you're Jessica. You threaten to like turn people into fucking little animals for pets. Yes. Like, what do you mean you're agreeing to all this? Like, I was so taken, and again, I don't know if it's just because. And why? You, but like, why is everybody helping him? I don't know. I like, would just be like, shut the fuck up. No sit one down. felt bad for Bryce and like wanted to help her after like everything that she lost. So, like, okay, so he lost his brother and all of his pack, like his pack. Like, sit again. I'm not discounting the fact that it's fucking tragic, but like, why everyone was like, oh, let's help, let's drop life and help Ethan. Like, no one was like, let's drop life and help Bryce. Well, also, Bryce was, I mean, like, she can be, like, a little bit of, like, a brat, but she's not yeah. making dumb decisions. No, like, she's trying, and, like, Jessica even said and it, again, like, like, like thought behind Bryce's actions. How about, Ethan, I don't know, like, rallying up, like, not everybody wants to rule under Sabine. Why not rallying a pack of, like, and, like, go yeah. standing up against her? Why do you, like, he was just so stuck on this, like, sacred story, like, or whatever. And then everybody's trying to help him raise the dead and bring her back to life like also i have a question too like i'm so confused as to what like how like people actually die in this book i understand like she was basically decapitated by him so that makes sense to me but like sabine gets her face shot off and reanimates yeah so like do you have to like physically like remove a head from a body yeah or like rip a heart out maybe i guess so maybe like a heart and head are the only things you can't reanimate but like it's not really explained no because like i'm just i'm just going the yeah. way that you have to physically like cut someone's head off that can't, you can't grow a head back you can grow a hand you can grow arms, wings legs, yeah wings, you, like, yeah hands definitely but, like your tongues t- yeah i like, was like thinking like during the torture scenes they're like talking about like ripping out their like livers and stuff yeah. and then like they're I, fine i'm assuming it's your head and your heart it has to be has i don't think be. it's ever really explained. no i think it's just kind of like like, I can blow my face off and it'll just, like, regenerate. I guess so. Sabine's did. Like, why couldn't they have just done something else to her? Like, I have no idea. The whole blowing the face off and, like, still surviving is just crazy to me. I and I get that the Asteri, like, bred them to be able to regenerate. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, I'm not saying, like, whatever. Like, we, and we've known that they can regenerate limbs and stuff, like, from the beginning. So it's not like Sarah just, like, through this. I just, I just really hate Ethan. That's actually the moral of this. Rant. Yeah, I think yeah. Like it didn't bother me. I was just like, oh, Ethan. But like, even the fact that he becomes a prime, uh, the prime though he was ancient, like people like respected the shit out of him, number one. Yeah, and his he still like held an authority. I yeah. I just can't see Ethan holding an authority against anybody. No, him being prime apparent was the worst decision for that group of wolves. He couldn't even like he couldn't do anything. Like he literally, like. Even in the beginning, when they're at, when they're, um, 
in like the black market when Tharian is like with the Viper Queen and Declan and Tristan are like, we have to go save Rune. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean we have to like prioritize Rune? Like our friend Tharian is right there. We're not going to rescue him. And it's like, Tharian sold himself into slavery. And like, we could just like hanging in a dungeon. Yeah, like we could deal with Tharian at a later date. Yeah. But he's not on the brink of death. Priorities, my dear. Let's think. And he's like, these are my friends. Like, honestly, just shut up. Like, yeah, they're your friends, dude. But, like, again, like... like, like if anybody's an Ethan fan, I'm sorry. sorry, but, like, not. Because, honestly, like, the worst. <laughs> I really wish he would have died. Honestly, he should have given his life For instead reasons. of Jessica at the be- at the end. And then Jessica? he could have went and been with his little, his brother. Like, he, that's all he wanted to do anyway. Go live in freaking heaven yeah. with your brother. I kind of I kind of thought there'd be a little bit more. For Jessica, like, I thought in time, obviously, in this book... Like her and Amarin, or just, like you find out she's a priestess. Like I feel like there was a con- like there was a connection there with like maybe the Akatar priestess. Is it like like the last? Yeah. Like there's something there. So I wish we got to explore a bit more with Jessica. Like I feel like I have so many questions about her still. Like are those animals actually people? I know, right? Like, like I, I I love that she did that for Bryce. Like she's a secret lover of Bryce. But I do wish we got some more answers out of her. I'm yeah. with you. I would have I would have rather an Ethan sacrifice. Yeah. Because he's just so uninteresting. Um I'm just like he's so uninteresting. I all <laughs> Av- Avalon, is that how you say it? Yeah. I was like equating that to like a Tafiti. <laughs> like hidden, ugly, but like once it got his heart back, like it, be- it became so much more. <laughs> Um, no, I I agree. And so, like, after she pulls the, like, hella... I honestly really like that plotline for Bryce. Like, having to, like, collect all of the bits of, like, Thea's magic. Yes, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Misty, if you will. Yeah, but when she, when she collects it from Avalon, the island, like, heals itself. Mm-hmm. The other islands surrounding it come back. At the end, we know the Pegasus has come back. Um, the flowers start blooming again. It's, like, the... Nature is healing. Um, so did the same thing happen on the island with the prison? Uh-huh. Which I assume, yes. And the whole Pegasus thing, which we know the Pegasus originally came from Prithian. And then Thea brought them into Midgard. Um, and we know that the Valkyrie were like these female warriors who rode Pegasuses. Pe- yeah, Pegasuses, not Pegasi. I was like, I was Pegasi? Like, I was like, how do you say this? Um, <laughs> Which, again, more to be explained in yeah. future books. I was going to say, so I assume we're going to see Nesta, Emery, and Gwyn yes. riding into battle on Pegasus's One million percent. in the next Avatar book. I absolutely agree. I also really like that SJM kind of explained why when Bryce made the jump to the other world, why she got pulled to Prithian. Yeah. I thought that was, excuse me, a really cool tidbit of information because... You do kind of, I never even thought of it at the time. I'm sure other people did though, since you all are smarter than I. But just, like, why did she end up where she ended up? It was just because, like, called to like. Yeah. And the dagger and the sword wanted to join back up. Yes. I thought that was, I was like, that's cool. I yeah. like that she did that. Like, I was like, this is yeah. a, good, a good summary. Yeah, like how she's, like, going to, like, jump, like, through and she gets, like, pulled sideways, like, into yeah. the end. I thought that was cool. Um, I didn't expect her to drop Randall and Ember off there and I still have to, okay. So I, once I finished, I like was like, I need to take like a breather from the store. I want to go back now and read all of the different bonus chapters because I heard that the Ember and Randall one 
is really good because it's like oh, they're, yeah. it's like when they're with Nesta. Okay. And like it's Ember like gets is like yelling at Reese. It's like a whole thing. Oh, I wanted that too. Yeah, and I still haven't I read. I have to read all. I of haven't read yet any of them yet, so we're definitely not going to talk about those. But no. I have heard that they're really good, so I do need to read them. Um, because I liked the the Ember and like Nesta. Something went down there. Yeah, I li- I liked it at the end, Same. like because Nesta, I feel like. She, well, not I feel like we know she like didn't have a loving mother, um, or somebody like she's never felt like she had somebody like on her side or in her corner, which like blow me because, whatever. But fine, um, this is still a Nesta hate channel, uh, just because I okay. So I saw like videos of people being like, like everyone sees Nesta as like a bitch or this or whatever, but like Bryce saw Nesta as a warrior, and like I get the I get what the videos are saying, but. I've always thought Nesta was like Nesta's been a warrior since Akasif. One million percent. Yeah, like never, always, never did we ever say. But she's still a bitch. Like yeah, one does not asshole. negate the other. Like, and just because Nesta was more palatable in this book does not make me a Nesta fan now. Because Nesta was palatable in this book because she it's wasn't insane. around her sisters being a friggin' bitch to them, and we weren't living in her head listening to her be a bitch to everybody. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, she grew in Akasif. Don't get me wrong. It's just gonna take a lot more. For, like, a lot more redemption in my head for me to become a fan. I'm with you. Yeah. I can understand that. But, like, she's a badass character. Yes. I just, like, don't want to ever read a POV from her ever again. And if I hear, if she's mean to favor one time in the next book, she's, that's it. Okay? Just wanted you guys to know that. You're right here first, people. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, no, I do, I do, speaking of those TikTok videos, like, I do get it, though. Like, she... But you're right. Like, we have no insight knowledge into what's going through her brain. And I do think Bryce and Nesta are somewhat, I don't want to say similar. No. But but they're both very, like, headstrong characters. Kind of like, this is what I'm going to do and no one can talk me out of this. I think there's some similarities between them. They have... They're, I don't want to compare them to Aelin because I think Aelin's a very different character. But they have a lot of those qualities, too, where they're very headstrong they're very like Act I'm gonna first, do think later yes. thing. and like I'm gonna make a plan and I'm not gonna tell anybody else about it and like I feel like that is the basis of like well I can't even say like that Nesta's like that but like Bryce 100 yeah. percent is very much like that um and she does I mean she does it again in this book a few times so like it's you know those things that you love about certain characters that like you kind of annoy you about other ones it's like funny but. That is actually one of the things that's always annoyed me about Aelin. I said that, like, from the beginning. Like, oh, like, Aelin would, like, drive me crazy as a friend. Yeah. Like, just tell me what the fuck the plan is. Um, but I feel that way about Bryce now. I get that. Um, I like that we have the, like, I think it's so interesting. First off, we learn who Hunt's fathers are. Yeah. Like, so one biological who, and who two. Made, who yeah, made him. Who made him. Um, I think it's so fascinating that he's always had the power to remove the... Yeah, the crown. The crown, which, like, our poor Babel, baby, like, the yeah. baby angel. Um, but I think just goes to show, back to, like, what you were saying before, like, everyone just wanted him for his powers. I do also think... I, like, got really sad for him, though, with that, when he was, like, yeah. so, wait, so, like, was I made to be her mate? Like, is this, like, not real? And they're, like, no, like, that actually had nothing to do Did with you? it. Like, it just happened. I was, like, good. Because, like, the yes. poor... He could not take another hit. No. That poor man. Like, literally, my... Like, he's my he angel baby. to kind of, like, assist Bryce. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole, like, them falling for each other and being mates was, like, definitely not in the equation. No. 
I also then also I feel like she also threw that in there to kind of maybe even tone down the whole they're not she's mentioned numerous times in this book how they're mates I mean, like at this point, if people still don't believe it, then like you have, you've never, you have no comprehension skills. Like I'm actually worried about you go, go like see a doctor. If you still like that, I mean, I think that if you still are holding out onto that, they're not like it's something's wrong with you. Especially like, I think no, that I, she even pointed that out. Like, oh no, you weren't well, no, to be a I mean, No, like that, like are people still saying that they're not? I don't know. I haven't seen the video. Um, <laughs> Off that star because we don't want to get so tied into that. The harp. Yes. They brought up numerous times how it can stop time. Yeah. I think that it does why. stop time at the end of Akis if that's how yes. she saves Pharaoh. So I feel like that's going to make another appearance. Yes. And I think that the harp can be used probably. I don't mean there. I feel like there has to be a way for Nesta also to like jump dif- into yes. different realms. Because otherwise, what, Bryce is just going to be checking on, like, them, like, every once in a while? Like, there has to be a way for them to get in touch with each other. Um, I think it's funny that, like... (laughs) Well, she, I think, is it she? Is it her? Or is it Bryce that says they they think the the harp was left for someone like me? So I do think you're right. Like, I think Nesta will be the one to be able to be like, I can open this because we're going to need their help with something. I like that, like the dread trove so like the harp the mask yeah and uh what was the other one it's like a flute right isn't it like a musical instrument I mean, Those I horn. no no the harp thinking- well no the horn is part of it but there's a third yeah. nesta has the third one um you're right i think it is like a flute it's something it's, it's a not, ma- something like that it's it's musical <laughs> right that makes sense and whatever the dread trove um i wasn't expecting the horn to be part of that no like That's interesting uh, yeah like, I thought the horn, I don't know what I thought the horn, like, was, but I like that it was, like, all kind of tied in. And um, what I was going to say was I think it's funny that in Akasif, when Nesta stops the time to, like, you know, plead with the mother um, or the cauldron or whatever to, um, like, fix her anatomy and Feyre's anatomy and, like, say Feyre and Nyx, like, whatever, all that, like... Because they can't give a C-section in Prithian. Nope. Like, at, like Cassian is, like, basically murdered on the battlefield and somehow nope. survives. But a C-section, they're like, we can't do those. You'll die, definitely. Um, so they can't even perform a C-section, but they have magic pills that, like, allow you to speak the language of I Prithian. Know, yeah. <laughs> I was so like... We can't, we can't cut someone open to give birth. Yeah. So I do have a question about that, Sarah. Maybe a little bit of a plot hole. I thought it was funny. It, like, didn't bother me. But I was like, eh, well... Anyway... Prisma's once a war. I'm just like looking through my, my highlights. The 200 of them. The Prisma's once a royal territory. I know. Yes. Okay. Thus the land's powers became my mother's. Dusk, twilight. That's what the island was in its long, buried heart. What her power bloomed into. The land's rising with it. It was, as she said, as if the island had a soul that now blossomed under her care, nurtured by the court she built here. Yeah. So yeah, it came back. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. So. I need more about that. I need to know, like, so Asriel, Bryce makes, like, a comment, like, that they must be related if yeah. he has Truth Teller and calls to him. So he must have Starborn power. And then we know that, like, Reese is obviously descendant of Selene as well because he is, like, that bloodline is the only bloodline that's able to get into the prison and, like, all of that. So we know that Reese is from that bloodline. 
which means that Bruce's family lineage in the Night Court may also stem from the Dust Court somehow, because the Dust yeah. Court is where the Starborn thing come from. Um, I just like want, I just like need to see that family tree. I, yeah, I need like to, I need definitive answers, yes. if you will. And it's the same thing with like Lydia, yes. like and like Brandon. So Brandon is okay, and I might get this wrong because it's been like a month since I've read, <laughs> since I finished my Thunder Blast read, and like it's very confusing. But Brandon is like married to like a goddess, the uh, the water goddess mm-hmm. lady. I forget which one she is. And they have like, they have children. And one becomes like Dorian's line and then one becomes Aelin's line. And you don't know if they have more children or not, but I assume that they had a third child at least, which becomes Lydia's line. Because everyone's like, oh, like Lydia must be directly related to Aelin. I'm like, I think that she's related to Aelin, like Dorian and Aelin are related. Yeah. We're like, they're like very distant relatives. Yes. But they all stem from like the, the like same, the yeah. like the like, there's like the two main people, and then those like they had kids, and then those kids had kids, and then those kids had kids, yes. and then those kids had kids, and like it trickles it down. Yeah. So I think Lydia is from like the original, like well, Brandon guess, yeah. line, and then she could be like very distantly cousins with Aelin and Dorian. Yes. But like Aelin and Dorian are so distantly related that it was like okay that they kissed. Yes. It's the same way that Aelin and Rowan are so distantly related that it's okay that they're mates. Exactly. But like, uh, like the ring, everyone's like, oh, she has Rowan's ring. It's not Rowan's ring. If you read the ring, Rowan's ring description, it's different than the ruby. I think that there's maybe a connection with like why they both have gold rings with rubies on them, but it's not the same exact ring. There you go. So I'm sorry to break it to you guys, but she's not like Aelin's daughter or Aelin's daughter's daughter or whatever, you know, like it's, there's a relation. It's just, it's just not, not a it's not a direct, it's not like for, it's, there's not a direct line from Aelin to Lydia. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's keep it looking through. Still scrolling. I liked, um, well, yeah, I want to say, I want, I want to keep talking about things that I like because it's really easy for me to harp on the things that I don't like. It's cough, so cough, easy to harp Ethan. On you don't like. Um, but I liked, I liked the bit in the cave with Azriel and Nessa. Yeah, I, really I liked, I know people were like, oh, she put half the book in the cave and the caves, whatever. I liked the caves. And Avalon too. Like I, did, yeah. I thought it was really cool when Bryce like basically like flays like the minds of the twins and like burns them from like the inside out. Yeah. And like melts insane. them into puddles. Like that was amazing. Yes. The Autumn King murder. Like I'm so happy Rune got to Phenomenal. Yeah. Like oh, amazing. Rune. I thought it was great. Like, okay. So, I even like when Bryce like appeared at the Autumn King's house and like and played him. Like yeah. I thought that was like very, very Aelin, if you will. Yes. Because everybody, that's the thing, like, everybody expects the worst from Bryce, or not the worst, they just don't expect her to, like, she's just, right, we've known this from House of Earth and Blood, she's just the party girl, the pretty party girl, Mm -hmm. like, she gets her nails done and her hair done, so nobody takes her seriously, like, whatever. And I love that she plays people, like, by using that to her advantage. Like, if you're gonna think this of me, then I'm gonna play into it, and I'm gonna fucking... Come out on top. Yeah. Um, But it, like, upset me, because I feel like the Autumn King, I didn't think that he'd ever be redeemed as, like, a father or a character, but I feel like he had those moments where you, I, like, think that he, like, really cares yeah. about his children, but he's just, like, an arrogant asshole who, like, so I was, like, maybe he'll have, like, information that's gonna, like, help them, and, like, he's not gonna redeem himself as a parent, but, like, maybe just, like, he's gonna help them in some way. Yeah. And, like, maybe all he wants to do is be able to get back to Prithian 
because like that's where his family's from and like whatever he shows up like he's like you know distantly related to like uh like barris or whatever but then like you just find out that he's just really a piece of shit no he really like i thought for sure once i found out that he was kind of like not playing sides of versus like a scary versus not but kind of just like playing both sides for his benefit yeah i kind of was like all right like i don't i don't know like and like we should have known because we know he tortures rune and burns it like yeah you know what i mean but then there was things but he's like i really loved your mother and like i really wanted to be father like well you're well, almost was, like yeah when you say now like maybe he'll just be like here's the information you need like, i really i really thought that him and even sabine would die in this book but i thought that they would die like kind of sacrificing themselves like for their kids in some way i think like sabine would be like yeah. eventually be like this is what danica would want because like sabine to a point was just a piece of shit but she wasn't like evil like to the extent of like the estate you know what i mean like she just yes. like was a horrible horrible yes. person but she wasn't like an evil person where she's like committing I mean, these atrocities. Her dad, I was like, okay, well, you know, no. Well, yeah, no. Her. But then there was no redemption. <laughs> so I think it's so crazy. They literally, besides the Viper Queen, which is going to be the plot line for the next yes. book, besides the Viper Queen, they basically killed every single like head of a house or like think about it, the head so of the Asteria out. Yeah, there. the Asteria are out. Sabine and gone. gone. Autumn King gone. Morven gone. gone um the the lead uh death guy whatever fucking bone quarter guy dead yeah. so now hypaxia's whatever that um the witches we still have to deal with because they like overthrew hypaxia so morgana is like the leader of that so i just like so many and then like ophian okay so the human rebels are like this huge plot line in sky and breath yes and then like the asteria just take them all out and they're like dead people like in like part one like they're all yeah. gone i was like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i was like oh so we're not even gonna have to, we're not like that's that's solved uh, okay so that uh, one more thing that bothered me so that bothered me because so the entirety of the plot in sky and breath is sophie emile and the, and like the rebels and we don't get anything about emile he emile, just shows up on but like, yeah he just shows up and they like leave him there like he really doesn't i was like he has to have secret power in my I, head i thought for sure we we're gonna get more of him in this book yeah i was like he's gonna have secret power that's gonna come in useful like whatever no, I'm like the rebels. Like we might have to like team up with them, but they're also not good. So I feel like maybe a next book will be like going up against rebels. No, they're all dead. Like I was like, so what was the whole plot of Sky and Breath? Because like nothing came of Sophie. The whole book is we got to get her body. We got to get her body. We don't need it. And you, but, but we got to get her brother. That, like, yeah. Lydia didn't. Mean, she didn't mean for her to die. That was yeah. the plan. No, yeah. So it's like okay. And then like Emil, we have to we have to find her brother. We have to find her brother. No powers. And like real, I re, I thought that he was gonna. I have thought them. for sure he was gonna have. And then like, oh, like the rebels are also evil, so we have to defeat the Asteri and maybe like defeat like the leaders of like the rebellion. No, they're, they're like they're dead. So what was like? I feel like Flame and Shadow just kind of like undid all the plot points from Sky and Breath. I will say like the Asteri, like even if even if you wanted to kind of wrap up one of those storylines or a villain quickly. I can understand that. Yeah. I get it. You got 800 plus pages to like figure some shit out. But I at least thought, so yeah, you want to get rid of the human rebels? Knock the fucking socks off. The Asteria obviously works than like anybody else. Yeah. But I at least thought with, excuse me, like the Sophie or the Emil line, even if it wasn't all like a whole like segment of pages, that it could, could have been sprinkled in. Like, hey, Emil, like, even if it was, like, a conversation with, like, Ember and Bryce, right? Like, oh, Emil did something weird. Like, 
like you need to be like I don't know like hey I'm just sharing some information of like what I'm seeing that he's living yeah. with us but like there was nothing no and then okay so then after she like frees Avalyn from like Morbid and like takes the power and it's like whatever Fury and Juniper Ember and Randall and Emil they all like fly there and Syrinx can't forget about him our little baby but then then they're like okay like we're gonna go fight the Asteria now but Fury and Vaxian you guys stay here which like and again Fury Fury who is again like an Amron. we don't know what she is yeah but everybody fears her the Asteria even fear her what is she what can she do blah blah blah. like and then she just stays back Fine. Yeah, Juniper should never go. She's a dancer. Like, what's she gonna Even do? Even like Baxton, hey, you went through enough trauma once. Can you just like watch a meal for us? I can almost get on board with that. But Fury, it makes no sense. Fury, so Fury not going. I was very taken aback. But it also doesn't make sense for Baxton to not go. I agree. Like, he's a warrior. He's a skilled. That like, he's basically just like out to like clear Danica's name and like fight in yes. her and fight in her honor. And honestly, okay, I'm sorry, but like nobody like. This book was my rating as we speak. This book was <laughs> very I'm like, oh well, yeah. This book was very low stakes. Like nobody died. Nobody died. Only Yeah, but like as again, a sacrifice. But like it wasn't even like sad because she's like, I've been alive for fifteen thousand years. I've been cursed. Like I don't want to be here anymore. Like yeah. Okay. In Kingdom of Ash, when the thirteen die, it is impactful. It means something. We don't know them all as characters, but their death to save Manon and like that whole chapter and that whole interaction and what it means was so impactful even with gabriel gabriel dying was so impactful like him saving adian and like he like sacrificed himself for his son like it meant something yes so like for us to not get that and like everybody lives and like everybody survives it was just like okay so like low stakes like we don't have to worry about any characters because like honestly the 13 and adian are like the only characters that sjm has like ever really killed off that like You know, like, even in, even in Echor, Fury gets brought back to life. And, like, did we really need Fury to come back to life? Like, who has ever, who has a Shan ever killed? So now, like, I, like, like, people dying. So no, which is fine. But that's why when everybody's like, oh, my God, I think Hunt's going to die. Or this person, I'm like. I mean, Br- I mean, Bryce basically almost dies. But, again, but that's like, the same thing with Reese at the end of yeah. Echor. Like, okay, yeah, he's dead. But, like, I didn't buy it. No. Like, you know they're coming back. Yeah. That's like even like when Hunt was walking through, I was like, "You have a mask in your hand, dude." Like, there's yeah. I did like his little closure with like who the fuck's his bitch? Um, oh, Shahar. Shahar like, yeah, being the one to like, I thought that was like a nice little closure moment for him. Yeah, I think our angel boy needed that. But yeah, like yeah. And again, like I'm totally cool with no people with people not dying. Like, I don't mind it. No, I don't. I mean, I think it would be silly if she killed like Lydia or Rune. Like I knew she wasn't gonna kill any main character. Yes, but I was like, okay, like. Again, and I'm not even just saying this because I hate Ethan, but, like, Ethan or Tharian could have easily been killed off, which I think would have, like, been impactful. I am curious. I don't mean to, like, cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I just, like, okay. Are there Tharian lovers out there? I don't think so. So, I'm intrigued by him now, though, ever since, like, the marriage. Intrigued, but, like, what, what? If that sham writes it, we're going to read it. Let's be honest. But, like, I just have questions then about like the new line of where this is going like are people really going to be yes the answer is yes people are going to be intrigued enough to read another SJM book and it's fucking SJM yeah 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 but you know what I mean like there's no like I feel like no one has like stakes set on like that's right so I'm just like intrigued onto like what her thought process is yeah she's not gonna do what's wrong she's gonna like deliver I mean I don't get it 
I say she'll deliver, but at the same time, like she wrote Tower of Dawn, and I'm not a fan of that book. Like, I'll never reread it. I will, like, you know, I read it. I then I did the tandem read. Like, maybe I'll like it more. So, like now, if I ever do like a third, I I'm gonna skip Tower of Dawn. I like that book. So, like, if she like, I mean, if she writes a Tharian and Ethan like centered story, will I read it? Yes, but like, I'm not gonna go into it with like, oh, I'm gonna love this. Like, yeah. she's either gonna meet my expectations of it being like a mediocre book or she's gonna like exceed them because i'm expecting so little sure um which like i'm i'm curious as to how which like again like we're not gonna get this book for like years like literally like she like right. she's like this is at the end of the runway like she has akatar she has like two other books i think that she's slated to write and then maybe crescent city and like rune and lydia's storyline is kind of already summed up like they move out of the frat like the frat house they're living together now like they're mates like we'll still probably get information yeah so i assume i assume that the next crescent city book will be it'll be like about the ox because now tharian ethan rune declan tristan they're all in the ox yes so it's going to be about that and it's going to be about them probably defeating the viper queen and it's going to be have something to do with hypaxia probably defeating like the or like something with the witches and it's going to be about them like setting up like a government because right now they have no leaders yeah which i was almost kind of hoping for like that book to be like a little bit further down the road so like we can see maybe ethan has had time to come into like his position but i, I think you're i right. think it's going to pick up like yeah like where they're like having to yeah make all these i agree concessions and sacrifices and who's doing what but i so, like, I can see there still being ruined POVs. I think it's going to center more around, like, Tharian and Sathia and Ethan and Perry. Yes. And, like, I, I don't care that about Ethan and Perry. That's, like, kind of how I feel. I will say, I think it's interesting. I was watching Maggie's video, and Perry is described as, like, smelling, like, um, something. In yeah, berries. In berries. Yeah. And, like, she did ask, like, who else smells like it? So, I'm kind of curious. Alive. Or uh, Yeah, however you say her name. So, like, yeah. I am curious how, like, is that a potential... Again, I, I know she's leaving, like, little strings yeah. of hanging fruit for us to, like, pull on. Well, right, like, and we need to see everybody at their full power still, because, like, yes. only some people got to take the antidote for the yeah. parasite, so, like, what else can they do? And that's the thing, like, we we knew Tristan ha- has earth magic from book one, they, like, yeah. mentioned it, and then it's really not mentioned again. And then it kind of comes up when they're in Avalon, because he's like, it feels weird here, which makes sense, because, like, the earth is, like, drained of power there yeah. until whatever. But, like, we don't know what his full potential is. We have actually no idea what Declan's powers are. Zero. We just know that he's good on hacking. hacking. (laughs) But we don't know what his powers are at all. Nope. Um, So there's still, like, a lot that we, like, have to learn about, which is exciting. Yes. But it's just, like, a few characters that I just don't care about. I'm kind of with you. I will say I'm very excited for this next Avatar book. Oh, yeah. Before we move on really quick, though, um, I loved the end with – because now Bryce is – in charge of the great library of Parthos, Jessica like leaves it to her and Hunt's just like, I'm just going to work here for you. Yeah. He's just like, he really just wants to like live this. Like he wants to live he a wants simple life. That. <laughs> that whole thing when in the beginning, when he's like picturing like Bryce and like their kids what a little angel. and like, yeah, he just like, he just wants to like, live, like he's so on the couch. Happy. Yes. And like watch some ball and like play with his kids and like cook for his wife and just like have this like simple, yes. like normal like happy life and i think he deserves it so i hope 100 i know that their story is done i don't think we're going to get bryce and hunt povs i think we'll see them in future books but i hope whatever we see from them are like little cameos and they're just like living this like cute like little life let this man have his happiness he deserves it more than anybody i couldn't agree more 
I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, one thing that SGM loves to do, and I think it's like so weird, is she loves to write a like an evil woman in power, like rape men. Oh yes. Because so like Amarantha and Re and Reese, fifty years horrible. Then you have Maeve, who like, like does it to Lorcan and then to Fenris, um, like horrible. And then the freaking Viper Queen and Tharian. Yeah. And again, like, so interesting. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> I mean, but it's ev it's every book. But I think it just like, I mean, I'd rather see that than have like men be doing it to women. No offense to Tharian or any of these men, but I'm like, what is up with these women in power? Yeah. <laughs> like, what power tricks? Honestly, though, like, I think just people in power in general, but, um, yeah, I, like, picked up on that. I was like, ooh, another yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, we got another one. Yeah. Uh, I am excited for the next Avatar book, though. She And she has not stated as to when it would be released, correct? No. I'm, like, I'm kind of feeling like it's, like, next year. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be more than a year. I don't think it'll be more than a year either. Because I feel like she wrote this and then, like, had probably, like, a year to sit on it with, like, yeah. promotion and, and like, getting it. At, like, so I feel like she's probably already written at least the first draft of that book. Has to. I feel like she has to. I agree. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like people aren't going to want to wait, like, two more years for another Akatar book because Silver Flames came out, I think, in 2021. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, what, now you have to wait, like, four years? Yeah. Like, we only had to wait two years for this, and that was torture. It was awful. But I feel like... I don't know. Are you looking up? I think, it, I think it came out in 2021. I think you're right. February? February 2021. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, just look at, like, the months he tends to release books in. Well, think about it. The next book came out February 2022. February, June of 2020. February 2022 was Hosab. June of 2020. Wait, what? Oh, you're going all the way back, not forward. Oh, this might be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Katie's like, what is the publication order? Which I can't do that because they're all like different shit. So yeah, 2021. And then Crescent City was March of 2020. Yeah. Okay, so a, a year between. Crescent City. Crescent City one and Silver, and Silver Flames. Flames, and then two years. For Hosab, two years to Hosab. And then two years for this. Yes. So I feel like next year we're getting the appetite. I feel book. like she, yeah, you can't keep doing two. I feel like she's going to like sneak this bad yeah. boy in. And then maybe it's a year or two for like the next whatever. Yeah. And I really hope that, well, like, okay, so we know she's slated for four more books for Bloomsbury. So we're getting Akatar 6. Mm -hmm. We're getting, I think, a Throne of Buffs spinoff, which I think is Fenris and Vaughn. Um, I'm like riding that train till the day I die. I think that we're getting the fourth. Crescent City. Yes. And then I think the like unnamed, untitled, I think it's gonna be the Princess of Hell. Maybe. That'd be kind of cool. I'll like I it. feel like it would it could follow like Apollyon. Yeah. And like, or like some of the brothers. Like Adis is already like he already had a mate, she's dead. So he'll be there, but I don't think he'll be a main character. Cause Agreed. like again, these are these are romances. So you yes. need a romance there. Um, and I, I love the banter between all of them. I'm just so intrigued by them. I'm so very intrigued by all of them. I'd be down with that. 
I'd be so down with that. I would have anything she chooses to give us in all honesty. No, same. I mean, like, this was, like, I feel like my most anticipated, like, book release in the last two, like, same. since Sky and Breath, honestly. And even though it's not a five-star book for me, it's still delivered. I had so much fun reading it. I liked how she bounced from, like, POV to POV. It was It felt pink to Yeah. Some people, like, didn't like it. Like, like it was too much. But I liked it because I felt like every other page I was turning, I was at the edge of my seat. And I was waiting for, like, what was going to happen Yes. Next. And, like, we just, last week, we just talked about the Bridget Kemmerer book, um, Destroy the Day, which we love. But I had a big issue with the fact that we went 100 pages with only one character POV. So, like, opening this and, like, I feel like every, like, other page, like, we're bouncing between all the characters. I loved it. I feel like, like never ha- you never had time to miss a character because they were coming away. Yes, exactly. Because, like, really how nice. annoying would it be if you got a Hunt and Bryce chapter and then you would go through like Darian, Ethan, Rue, like, like you had to go through all of them just to get back to Bryson Hunt. Like I also am very appreciative that Hunt got out of the dungeon with Rue and Abraxian faster mm-hmm. than like it didn't oh. happen before the halfway mark. We no, it happened right at the end of part one. So well before the first mark. Okay, yeah. The so mark. they reunite around page like three hundred, I think. Just thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. And again, like that, okay, let's talk about it. That's how SGM does all of like yeah, the last book, right. the thing about the Aquawar, 200 pages, they finally King reunite. Kingdom of, Ash, Kingdom yeah. of Ash, 250 pages, I think it is. They reunite. Yeah. Like, so, and it, like, so it did, I, I was expecting it. Like, you know what I mean? So right. it I knew it was coming, yeah. but again, it's still very much appreciated. I don't want to get through 80% of a book and then it's like. Now all of a they're together and it's like, well, I don't want my, my two main, like my like, love interests, my yeah. two main characters to be separated the whole book. Exactly. Um. But what SJM is really bad at, and I said this when I did my Kingdom Bash review, she's bad at timelines. Oh my god! You guys, okay. She used to text me this, and we went we went off about this. My, I, had I had an issue with Throne of Glass timeline. It makes no sense. It happens over twelve to fourteen months. Like, there's no way all of that happened in all of those books over a year. Agreed. This book, seven days. I don't believe it. No. I think it, it has to be a typo. They were in, she was in Prithian for five days. That, like, that alone right there. I'm like, they were, is, I was like either. It's chapter 95. It's right in the beginning. You know, I have it right here. I have it right here. Yep. Don't worry about it. Okay. Because I was like, hmm, that's weird. You literally said um, to me, I was like, I'm yeah. pulling up my highlights. It, she says, uh. She was. <laughs> She was not the scared female she'd been a week ago running from him down the hall. A week ago? So she runs through all the end of Hosab, they're saying is seven days prior to the to it's this not. the end of this book. It physically cannot be. And it can't be because okay, so I started the audio book yesterday. So I'm, I'm like very like early in. And when Lydia goes to like the friggin' like black market or whatever the fuck it's called where the Viper Queen is, when they're all there and she tells them like that they need to rescue Rune or whatever. Mm-hmm. She like that. It has to have been more than like two days, but by, by the time that they're there, right? Like Darian had at that point had to get back. He's already fighting in the pits at this point. Yeah. So like what? Like I just feel like it, by the time Dar like by the time we get to the Darian POV, and he's already fighting in the pits and he's talking to like um Ari. He's, hyped, he's like addicted to drugs. Yeah, it sounds like he's been there for like a few weeks. Also, and like, even with like the sacred thing, like it yeah. sounds like she didn't just wake up last night. It sounds like she's been awake for like a week or two. Well, I mean, but we also get like hard concrete facts when Bryce arrives at the Autumn King's house. 
And she's like, how, how long was I, like, how long was I gone for? Yeah. And he says, and I quote, five days. So even if. Well, no, right. Like. Even if we don't, like, that actually all happened right after, which, again, you're right, it didn't. No, but then Lydia, you know, like, when Lydia goes there, she's like, okay, in two days time, be at the dock and we're going to go yes. save room. So, like, at that point, like, okay, so that's at least, at that point, then it's. This didn't all just happen the night before when they're all in the Viper Queens, exactly. like whatever. So like at least five days there. And then it's like another, like, and so. I mean, even in the, even when she's in the caves at Avalon. Right. That's Avalon, a few whatever, days. It's, a, it's at least a few days. Like she literally says we got to pack food and like whatever. And if you think about it, when, when Ruin and Lydia are in the library, yeah. it's like two days that they don't see Declan and Tristan. Yeah. And then they have to bring like like Ember and all them over and then they have to go back to um like even them being on the ship like that's a, that's like a day that's a leap, yeah like like she no. I'm like sad like but an editor could have just been like hey like this timeline doesn't make sense like we're just gonna say it's been like three weeks also if they were only being tortured for like a day like then I don't feel bad for them no that's easy they haven't they you know what I mean? Like they've, they've at least out, had like, to be tortured for at least like five days. At least, but like I still feel like minimum. yeah, because they're also shackled with Gorsian shackles, yeah. so their healing is a lot slower. So if you, you're getting gutted, like I think at one point they say that like their tongues, their tongues are cut off. Yeah, and they are like gutted, like their intestines are on the floor at one point. One of them, and there's piss and shit everywhere. They mentioned she mentioned it a few times. She mentioned, yeah, she mentioned there's it, piss and, and shit everywhere when they get down. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm confused. Like, it was long enough. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it, the, the timeline does not make sense. No. And I've just after reading Throne of Glass, I was like, she's not good at timelines. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes zero. Her Akatar timeline makes sense. It's like two years. Yes. Like when you get to Silver Flames, like it's been like two years from like when Feyre yes. enters Prithian to like Silver Flames. Like, the timeline there makes so much sense. We're gonna say that this whole book. Everything that happened in this book took place over seven days. Give me a fucking break, Sarah. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> no, it makes no sense. I literally had to reread that sentence three times. Then took a picture, sent it to Katie, and is like, I was like, am I reading this wrong? And I literally sent her back my highlight page. I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, oh, uh, yeah, no, I read that too. Um, I'm just going to, like, read some, just, like, one quote, I think. Because you guys know I love that. No, it's, it's Hun, and he's, like, talking to Bryce, and... I, you guys know I love a friends to lovers and which is like kind of how they started, but he like looks at her and he just goes, you're my best friend. You know that. And then he's like, I know. I mean, you're my mate and my wife. Fuck. That still sounds weird, but you're my best friend too. And I never thought I'd have one of those. And like, that's like why like in, in earth and blood, like why they become like so close Like they become such good friends. And, like she loses all of her friends and like she yes. feels like she'll never have friends again. And all of his friends are dead and like the same thing. And they heal each other through that. So I like loved it coming back to that. Like, yes, I love you. And like, yes, you're my mate. And yes, you're my wife or my partner or whatever, but you're also my best friend. And he even says, he's like, I missed you for like so many things, but I missed having my best friend. What an angel. I know. And then I she says, you're my best friend too, hun. Like, you saved me literally, I guess. But also you saved me in here. And she like points to her chest. And I'm just uh-huh. like, and then they have sex. Which like, I didn't even care about this book. I was like, I don't I, care about this much. I could not care about this. I mean, like, plots, please. I love, I love a little smut. We always, we always say that like, but when it comes to like books like this where there's like war and there's like other things going on, like if you I don't need interest it. in terms of like, yeah, like the quest, plot, the plot yeah. and everything like that, I don't care about the spice. Yeah. And we That's said we me. love a quest, and this book was all quests. So oh, I we have to go here quests. and get this, and we have to go here and do this. And I also love, okay, I mean, no, Favor still has all of her power. 
Um, but I love that Bryce didn't have to like give her power up. I agree. Like she's just like this all badass like librarian now. Yep. <laughs> That's I mean basically, basically she is. yeah. I fully agree. Um, the Asteri, like, I honestly would like to learn more about them. I think that they are really, really cool. I think it's really intriguing, like, all of whatever. Um, how they're, like, the language, Ink Not Your Back, it's our language. Like, the Book of Breathings in Akatar, we know is the same language as the tattoo on her back. And that is the language of the Asteri, which I thought was, like, just kind of, like, a cool, like, what does it all mean? Yeah. And then we know too from, I don't know why I can't remember the guy's name, the leader of the bone quarter guy. Um, what is his name? I'm going to search. He doesn't like have a name. He's like, no, no something. They call him something. Yeah. But when they, right before he, right before he's killed, which I should have, it's one of these tasks. There's too many for me to really find. But the underking? The underking, yes. Thank you. Um, so, like, right before he's killed, they basically, um, he says something, like, Erd, the cauldron, and Word are all, like, the same. Mm -hmm. So, we know that, like, in Midgard, they pray to Erd. Erd is, like, the mother. And, like, the cauldron in Prithian is, like, the mother. And then in Terrasen, I don't know who, like, they consider, like, the all-being. But we know that Word marks. Yes. Whatever. And then apparently there, they're called Word. Um, I don't know. I just thought that that was, like, a cool... Oh, here it is. Um, he goes, and she, and he's gesturing towards the depiction of Erd, was not a goddess, but a force that governed worlds. A cauldron of life brimming with the language of creation. Erd, they call her here, a bastardized version of her true name, Word. Hmm. We called her that in the old world. So also, <laughs> is the underking, like, Valg, like, is Word, yeah, like, from is that? Like, we don't know, but I thought it was, like, cool, like, a cauldron of life. We call her Erd here, but she's really Word. So, like, we at least know that, like, there's this one governing body of all of the worlds. And, like, it all connects them, which I think is kind of weird, like, crazy. Also, like, who is the Viper Queen? Are we going to learn, like, who she actually is? Right. And are we going to learn more about Fury? Because Fury and Amran are the same. And what yes. are they? what are they? Literally, what are they? And, like, I thought it was, like, cool, like, the Daglin, like, are the Asteri. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... Like, Amran has a lot of the answers because, like, she's obviously ancient. So, like, even when Reese is, like, there's nothing like that in our history, she's like, I actually think Yeah. Right. And, like, yes, there are. in Akasif, I believe, eh, I think it's brought up in Akasif. It's, um, Amran is, like, pushing for Bryce, not Bryce, oh, my God, pushing for Reese to become, like, the one high king of yes. Rithian. And he's, like, no, basically. But then we find out that Fion, who was married to Thea, who is Selene and Helena's dad, was the high the last high king of prithian yes so like he's technically from that line yes so like again we know this yes but they, they don't, don't know, know this. this i know family reunion please family reunion please but I'm i also excited. yeah i'm also like very curious about the whole like nesta thing like coming out of the cauldron like she took something from it that type of thing like well because yeah, i thought that she gave her powers up at the end of akasif and then, like, when they're in the caves, like, she's got that, like, she, silver fire magic and yeah. stuff. Like, she still got some she's stuff. She's got going some. On. So maybe she gave up some, some of it of back it, yeah. to the cauldron, but she still got, has enough. I still think we have answers on that. Obviously, um, Elaine, yeah. we still have a lot of answers we need to get out of her. 
I'm just very curious. I also I want, want more. I want more. I always want more. I want to see Rune as like a stepdad. Yeah. Um, I like loved like Lydia's kids, like how like the one was like just like a cute little guy, and like the other one was like kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, but like I thought it was cute. But I also like the way like he spoke into mind speaking. Yeah. The one son can mind speak, so when he's like, watch out, like take care of my mom, I don't think he realizes like he's saying it, but like everyone hears it and yeah. responds back, like yeah. throws the kid for a loop. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I know. Interesting. Um yeah, I just feel like there's so much more to explore. And, like, while I wish I knew where it was going, I like having no idea. Because, like, nothing in this book is what I was expecting. Same. I was not expecting this at all. No. And I mean, and I, don't know, I don't know what I was expecting, but it, it was not this. I was expecting, I think, like, more of a, like, more of, like, a war and, like, a battle. Yes. Like, I was expecting them to have to, like, I forget what her name was in Hosab, but, like, the leader of the Ophian rebels, who, like, kind of sucked. And, like, wanted to, like, kill everybody. I forget. Um, but I was like, they're going to have to defeat her. And then one of them's going to have to take over as like the leader of the rebels. Yeah. I was like, maybe it'll be Lydia. And like, that'll make sense. But I thought it was going to be like this huge, like all out like war battle. And it makes sense. Cause Bryce is like, I don't want more people to die than like have to, I can sure. do this myself. Which she proves that she's and again, like, all right, when she jumps through the black hole and all that, and then everybody comes like running to hold it open. So her and Bryce, I, her and Hunt can get back through. Yeah. I loved that same like i love that like mm. they're all like holding it up it was just like such like, a moment it was like a good way to end like the everything yeah i love a moment like that like same. in books like it was powerful yes did i cry yes <laughs> with lahaba with the pack of devils yeah, I, don't know. I don't know that's when my te- i was like like tearing up and crying about like just the sacrifice of the holding of the open when she saw lahaba and waved i was like <laughs> Because she didn't know if Lahaba like actually yeah. like got Made it yeah. or like was able to rest. Um so I'm glad she's with the pack of devils. Yeah. Even though Danica fucking hated her, but still. I know Danica was so mean to Lahaba. I know. Which Lahaba is like another reason why Danica sucked. Yes, Danica just sucks in general. Yeah, no, honestly one of my least favorites. Same. Ethan's worse. Ethan is yes. Ethan is my new kale. We know. <laughs> you will never hear the end of this. No, you guys will never hear the end of it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. Do you have anything else? No, I think I've... I feel like there's something that I'm missing or forgetting that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have mentioned it. Let's be honest. I mean, this is, yes, the episode four, but like, we know this is going to pop up again. Oh yeah, no, 100%. I'm sure of it. Um, anyway, uh, next week is our very special valentine's day episodes we're just gonna talk about our favorite couples yeah um and the following week we're doing bride by ali hazelwood which came out today um february 6th and then just a actually no not a good old spelling the tea on the 28th we uh, have an interview with liz tomford the author of the windy city series so mile high the right move and caught up um so we'll have her on the pod on the 28th which i'm really excited about we're interviewing her next Saturday, and like I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. No, but really. No, I know. Like I love her. I'm so excited. All right. Well, on that note, um, we hope you guys enjoyed it, uh, and feel free to DM us all of your thoughts, comments, and opinions on Hofas. We love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub.com.
www.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. Bye.